name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Each one of us, in our Christian journey, we have had times, maybe end times, where we're really having trouble pushing through and fighting the good fight. As St. Paul says that we're to never tire, be, never grow tired and weary of doing good. But sometimes we feel too weary and too beaten down to be about doing the good. Every one of us has also had times where we're exhausted by a season of great suffering and deep suffering, feeling as though we really are on our last rope. We're at the end of what we can cope with, not knowing how in the world we're going to press through and make it through all of this. We've also all had times where our faith was extremely thin and flimsy, where we find ourselves caught doused in despondency, feeling unable to pull ourselves back up, face Christ, and draw strength back from Him again. Some of you may be in one or more of those categories that I just mentioned. I myself have been struggling in a few of them. That's why this particular Sunday, every year, particularly this year in Advent, is so critical for me right now, this day, and why it's so critical for all of us. Because all of us on this day, the third day of Advent, we are given a command by our Lord Jesus Christ today, not a suggestion, not a perhaps you should think about doing this, but we're given a command from this Mass. And in this command, it's a command that comes, it's rooted in the love that Christ has for us, knowing us, knowing right where we are. It's a prescription by a perfect, great physician who knows precisely what we need to strengthen us and to cure us. That will reopen our soul to receive something that we need so desperately from our Lord in times of weariness and struggle and suffering. And what's that command? It's actually the name of this Mass. The Lord commands us today to rejoice. To rejoice. And on this day you'll notice that the Lord gives us certain ascetics to help lift our hearts out of the deep darkness that we have to be filled with praise and thanksgiving. Today is the only day during Advent that the organ returns to lift our hearts in the praise of God. Today, the third candle of Advent is a light rose color rather than the deep, dark purple. Today, the vestments are the same color, the light rose color rather than a depth of the dark purple. And all of these things, through all of these things, God is communicating something to us. That the Lord comes to meet with us on this day to lift us up out of the darkness of our struggle and despair. To shore us up again. To strengthen us in our sufferings. And to grant us grace to press on and to persevere through them. Beyond the name of the Mass, in the intro, the words that were led by the choir were these. Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. That means don't be caught up in the dark cares of despair. Be careful for nothing, nor trouble, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. 
that entreat comes from the words of the Apostle St. Paul in Philippians in chapter 4. Let me read those to you. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then listen to the most incredible promise that the Lord reveals through St. Paul to those who take that medicine of seasoning their prayers with thanksgiving. He says, the peace of God, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If we will take and we will keep taking the prescription, the medication from Christ of offering to him our thanksgiving, whether we feel like it or not, we can obtain within ourselves Christ's own peace. Not just a feeling called peace. Not just an absence of things of this fallen world that cause us suffering. We are talking about the very peace of Christ. The peace that Christ has within himself at all times. That's what he shares with us when we press through. And we offer to him genuine thanksgiving for all the greatness and the goodness of the things that he has done for us and continues to do for us. Again, even when it's the last thing that seems rational to us, the way that we're feeling or the way that we're suffering. To step beyond that in faith like Peter stepping out of a boat in the midst of a storm. To rejoice and meet the Lord above the circumstances and to find his peace. St. John Chrysostom says the peace of God which he imparted to us passes all understanding. For who can, could have expected and who could have hoped for such benefits? This peace transcends every human intellect and all speech. I want that peace. The peace that makes no sense but is real. That's the peace I'm longing for. I want us to consider something very specific regarding gratitude and its impact on our lives. All of us from time to time, we fall into a deceit where we compartmentalize ourselves. This is my physical self. This is my mind and my mental self. This is my body. This is my spirit and this is my soul. You and I were not created as parts, but a whole. You and I were not created as disembodied spirits floating and wafting about all around as if there's no real connection between soul, emotions, body, and mind. They are absolutely connected, always together. And each one at any time in our lives will impact the other either positively or negatively doing detriment to us as a whole. The idea of the physical body and material being in and of themselves bad or separated from anything spiritual was put down with great fervor at the early councils of the church. So I want to talk for just a few moments of something we don't talk about that often regarding gratitude. I want to talk to us about the physiological and emotional realities that we know are directly tied to the practice of a spirit of gratitude. We know so much about the human brain in this day and age because of all the great advances in technology and being able to look at what's going on in there. 
Let me share with you something that was discovered many years ago about what gratitude produces in the human body. And you can find these realities in any of the major medical institutions online. Let me summarize it, what they found. That when someone has a heart of gratitude and lives in a state of gratitude, even in the midst of suffering, gratitude boosts the neurotransmitter serotonin. And it activates our brainstem to produce our body's natural dopamine. Dopamine is our brain's satisfaction, motivation. We feel motivated when our dopamine is up. We feel content when our dopamine is up. And we feel more at peace when our dopamine rises in the body. Dopamine is it. The more we are grateful with thankful thoughts, the healthier and the more content that we truly feel in our bodies and our emotions. Listen to this from the Mayo Clinic. Our natural dopamine has the following impact on body and emotions. It reduces the sting of depression. We have a lessening of anxiety. We have improved heart health. We have stress relief that comes to us. We have improved deeper and healthier sleep. Some of y'all are going, check, I want that. Check, I want that. That's why. This natural drug in our bodies, that our bodies will produce as created by our Creator in His perfect orchestration of the human person. All of this is triggered in our bodies by gratitude. Gratitude. How do we see all of this in the light of God's revealed truth? Our body, our mind, our spirit, they are interwoven together. They're never separated. This is how God designed us and made us. And the command to rejoice is the prescription of a great physician knowing that body. And he knows precisely what will happen in our mind, in our emotions, in our spirit, and in our body. If we will do what he commands, if we will take that medication to rejoice in him, to be thankful in him. He knows that if we season our lives and our prayers with gratitude and with great thanksgiving, by means of his very design of us, that even our physical body, specifically our brain, will produce something that will be so very good for us and helpful to us as we struggle through the trials and the sufferings of this life. Do we think he doesn't know us and how we're made? He intimately knows us. He created us in this way. In other words, you and I were created. We were knit together and engineered perfectly by our God to glorify Him in praise and to glorify Him in great thanksgiving for all the benefits that He has done for us. We were made in our very being. We were made for rejoicing and for gratitude. And anything else or an absence of, the absence of that is a falling short of our very creation, which is why failure to have and to express gratitude to God has the opposite impact on our life. When we succumb to the struggles and the sufferings of life, not turning to God with continued prayers about those sufferings, but that are seasoned with thanksgiving, we sink deeper and deeper into the common fallen human struggles 
that we all have to deal with. Our depression doesn't go down, it goes up. Our anxieties increase. Our bodies struggle greatly to fight off diseases. We don't sleep as well, and we find no strength and no rest. But when we exist in the constancy of a grateful heart and the practice of gratitude towards God, when we praise Him, feeling like it or not, He shares Himself with us. He comes and joins us in the moment to receive our praise. And everything in us becomes precisely what He created it to be and how He created it to work and function. When we praise God, you might think of it this way. He comes and He puts us back together. And He strengthens us to stay that way. That's what happens when God's people praise God. When the praise from their heart comes through their lips, the Lord is knitting us back together and strengthening us and causing our bodies to respond, as well as our spirit and our emotions all at once. He's causing us to come up out of the depths to the heights and to be stabilized there where he is. So not if... But when the voice inside us, because of our struggles and our sufferings, starts saying to us, I cannot praise. I cannot be thankful. It's the last thing that I feel like doing. Just look at what's going on around me. I can't. I can't. We need to shut the foolish voice up. Because it's speaking against our true creation. And it's speaking against our true identity, casting shadow and doubt that keeps us from turning our face to a revealed Jesus Christ, who will raise us up in the midst of the storm to where he is. So we see things as he sees things, as he sees things, and we deal with them as he would deal with them. This is his invitation. Speak to him. Speak to him about your suffering. Cry out to him from your pain. Cry out to him with words how you are angry about all of these sufferings. Be real. Be authentic. But let your speech, let all of it be seasoned with gratefulness. Be seasoned with thanksgiving. It's like David, and you hear it in the confidior prayers from the psalm. He was being hunted down by Saul, looking to destroy him, a man he loved. And he's crying out to God in his sufferings. He's being honest. You can almost hear him slamming his fist in the ground about his sufferings, but then he catches himself. And what does he say? Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him. Listen to this. Why will he praise him? Because he is the help of my countenance and my salvation. The help of my countenance, my inner disposition that's being expressed outward. He helps it all and he is my salvation. And do not stop offering your praise in the midst of your struggles until the peace of Christ settles in. Let me tell you something about expressing your praise. Don't do it in your head. God gave you a mouth. He gave you a voice that is directly attached to your heart. 
When you praise God, let it be heard by your voice. You're using your whole being to come before God. And God and his whole being through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit will make his presence known to you in those moments for the things that we're talking about today. Push through. Push through. You have been given divine power, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, to offer sacrifices of thanksgiving from your lips at all times. The command today, rejoice, for the Lord is at hand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.